0: It is good to be in the Lord's house. Amen. She ain't going to say that, so I will. <laughs> it's great to be here, and uh, it's, uh, this is just like coming home. Uh, it's homecoming, and we, you know, we feel like you folks are just as much a part of our home as our church is, and we just love each and every one of you. And Brother Steve there, he's a, been a blessing in my life. I'm proud uh, he's taking care of my kids, and that's, that's a great job, in not We're happy to be here today and sing for you. uh, We're going to do a couple of songs. We don't usually do this, but uh, we're going to sing as a trio today. Uh, This is something that's a rare occasion, but I've enjoyed getting ready for it. You know, God didn't make me anything special. He just made me an old sinner. Gave
1: me the
2: grace, His grace, that got me saved. Amen. If you could see what I once was.
0: to us along the way. And this last promise is one that I'm waiting for. You know, it may not be in the morning or in the afternoon. It could be at the midnight cry when Jesus comes again.
1: Corinth that he's talking to them. He starts off in verse 1 of chapter 5. He says, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in heaven. For this we groan earnestly, desiring to be clothed upon with our house which is from heaven. And it's so that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. <clears throat> For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened. Not that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon that mortality which might be swallowed up of life. Now he that hath wrought us from the self same self thing is God, who also has given us the earnestness of the Spirit. Therefore we are always confident knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. amen. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with our Lord amen. Wherefore we labor that we whether present or absent, that we might be accepted of him. He says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that every one not receive things done in his body, according to that he had done, whether it be good or bad. Paul wrote this, I'm sure some of them are looking at it going, what is he talking about? But here Paul's reminding us of something, that this body we have, This building that we're in right now is temporary. It's like a tabernacle. It's like a tent. It's only there for a little while. And you ever notice that you set set a tent up in your backyard, but if a storm comes, what happens to it? It gets blown away. It don't hold up. And you think the things that we go through, the problems we have today, and they seem many, and they seem hard, and it seems like that the world's just falling apart all around us. And we say, Lord, I wish you'd come back, and I wish you'd come take us home, because I don't like this anymore. And and that's the desire we have to be with our Lord. If, if If you know Him as your Savior, you have a desire to be with Him. You know, and I, I, I got to think, I said, you know, when the prodigal son packed up and said, hey, I'm going to leave home. And he he, he asked his dad, I want what's mine. And he left and he went out into the world and, and he lived as the world would and and, and just, just gave it all away and blew it and Got into sin. And what happened, just as everything we know, you might have pleasure in sin for a little while. You might enjoy the world for a little while. You might think, hey, this is great. But one day, all that disappears. And here we find this young man who had had everything, eating with the pigs that he was feeding. But the greatest thing is, is he knew the way home. He said, well, hey, I can go back to daddy. I know the way home. But if you don't know the way home, then all you've got is this world. And if you look at this world, I don't know why, this would be the only thing you want. How many of you suffer from pains and aches and heartaches and problems? Listen to what Paul described what we go through in chapter 4 of 2 Corinthians. He said, We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. And the reason we can say that is because I know my Savior. I tell you the date, I can tell you the time, I can tell you the place that I asked Jesus Christ in my life. It was 1976. It was 7 p.m., best age of Alabama, in a little apartment when I asked Jesus to come into my life. I didn't know everything about him. I didn't know half the stories in the Bible, but I knew one thing. There was a man that loved me. Two men came and they told me about Jesus and I asked him into my life. And I wish I could say I've been great ever since then, but I have been that prodigal son. I've decided there was times in my life, hey God, I know better than you. And let me tell you, you don't know better than him, I found out the hard way, amen. And I went and I got into the pig pen and I tell you it's not fun there but I knew that my father was always there for me and I was able to come back. That's a homecoming, amen? amen? When you can come back to the Lord, when you've been away from Him, what a homecoming. When I got saved and asked Him in, as a young boy who didn't know much, I knew one thing, I had a home, amen? I had someone who loved me. When I asked and I prayed that prayer, Lord, forgive me, I'm a sinner. Come into my life and save me. Let me tell you, even though I didn't know anything, He did, amen? And I was able to know that one day, one day I'll be able to shed this body and go home. Amen. Let me tell you one thing we all got in common. Every one of us in here is dying just a little bit every time you take a breath. Nobody in here is promised immortality unless, unless you know Jesus Christ as your right. Savior. Because this body's gonna die. And one day everybody will walk up to your casket, tearing the Lord's coming, and say, Oh, there was a good pen and amazing. Everybody's in that cat. They're a good person, no matter how horrible they were. We all say that. There'll be people who will cry. There will be people who will laugh. There will be people who are upset you're gone. But one day, that's our way we're all headed. Don't matter how young you are. It don't matter how healthy you are the Lord doesn't come back and get his church that's where we're all headed but let me tell you when this body dies it's like that tent in the backyard I, I've, got a, I've got a gazebo up in my backyard at one time it was yellow one time you could see it from a mile but over the years it's starting to deteriorate slowly but surely if a good strong wind comes it's gone let me tell us you, that's, that's your body a good strong problem comes and you're gone. Where will you spend eternity? Where will you be your home after your last breath is here? Amen. Preach it. Paul told us we walk by faith and not by sight. Because none of us have seen heaven. None of us have seen the promises that are in the Bible. But when you ask Jesus into your heart, you know they're true. You feel them in your heart. You know that God works. We've seen the miracles. We've seen the things that He's done. And we know that it can only be Jesus Christ. There is no other thing that can handle some of our problems other than the Lord. And we know for a fact that He's there. Paul tells us though, listen to what he said in verse 9. He said, wherefore we labor (coughs) that whether present... Or absent, we may be accepted of Him. How are you this morning? If God looks at you, what what does He say? That's my child. That's mine. I'm not perfect by any means. and I guarantee you none of us in here are. Nobody is. Everybody makes mistakes. We all have sins in our life. The thing is, how do you handle them? How many of us fall to our knees and say, Lord, I, I know I'm a sinner. Thank you for saving me, but I, I need a little help today. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. I woke up this morning. I, I'm, I'm human. i got problems. Lord, will you give me a little strength today? Amen, you know, I got to say, I said, Lord, the one thing that I wish we would do more of is come to you humbly before you and say, Lord, I just need a little help. I just need a little, I got a problem in my, I got to read what Paul said. We're perplexed on every side. We're we're beat down. And boy, let me tell you, if if that's life, and that is life. You need help each and every day. Do you go to the one who can give it to you? Amen. Because we walk by faith, not by sight. What are you walking in? Is sight what determines you every day? How you act? Is it what you see? And if everything that goes on makes you act how you act? Or is it the Lord Jesus Christ guiding your steps? Or you say, Lord, help me. Take me by the hand. Lead me. Guide me. Show me where I need to go. You want to have a great homecoming? Amen. Then be in charge. Be, in, be, be, no, be with the one who's in charge. Amen? amen. Make sure he's leading and guiding your steps. You know, I I said, Well, uh, uh, John stole a lot of my scriptures this morning, amen. <laughs> and I said, well, I need to have talk with him before I let him do that again.
2: <laughs>
1: I said, Well, Lord, what am I going to do? And he said, just read your verses. Trust in me. How many of you are trusting in Him today? Or are you trusting in something I else? Mean, I, I mean, how many of you ever get up in the morning, the first thing you do is step on the scale? Amen. I quit doing that because mine says get off. I can't trust in it. I have to trust in the Lord Jesus. How many of you get up in the morning, so I can't make it without a cup of coffee? Amen. So i got to have my caffeine. i got to get going. Let me tell you what you need more than that caffeine. You need to wake up, get on your knees, say, Lord, I need you in my life today. I need you guiding me. I need you protecting me. I need you watching over me. Because when I try to do it, I just make a mess of everything. I, I thought about the prodigal son. I said, boy, I tell you, I spend more time like him. How many of you know what you got when you got Jesus in your life? But how many of you drive there on your own? Like he was. Diddy, I know better than you. I I want my stuff now. And so we we, we live that way. We act that way. And the whole time, what was the prodigal son's father doing? He was watching. He was waiting for him to make the step to come home. Let me tell you, for a lot of us this morning, the Lord's looking at you. He said, I wish you'd turn around. I wish you'd make that step. I wish you'd come to your senses like he did and realize that it's a whole lot better with me than it is out there in the world. Because greater what is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. And I thought, I said, Lord, I'm more like the prodigal every day. But I wished I could be like he is at the end. Come running home to daddy. Say, here I am. And he says, what was lost is now found. Amen. Amen. Some of you, that's what you need to do today. If you want a homecoming in your life, then you need to come home to Jesus. You need to quit fighting it. You need to quit saying, I've got this. You know what our biggest problem in the world is? I. I got it. I'm in control. I got this handled. And let me ask a question do you really? How many of you have trouble sleeping at night? How many trouble, have problems in your life that so I wish it didn't go away? Bring it to Jesus. Amen. Hey, I ain't going to say, hey, you come down here. Hey, here's why a lot of people say, I'm going to come down here. I'm going to pray the Lord, help me. I'm going to get up and it's going to be gone. No, but he's going to be with you as you go every day. He's going to be right there with you. He's going to take that burden. He's going to take that problem. Oh, you dug that hole, but he's going to get you out of it. Amen. You still got to watch out because that hole's right there. There's a lot of us that we, we get up out of the hole. He lifts you up out of the miry clay. He puts your feet on firm ground. And instead of just watching the way that he established you going, you step right back into the miry clay. And you wonder why ain't things right? Because you're not paying attention to the one who loves you the most. You're listening to I. I got this. I'm okay. No, you're not. No, you're not. You need him in your life. You need him more every day. You got things coming up in your life. You got things that's going to change your life forever. Who's going to be right there with you? Jesus Christ. Amen. It ain't going to be the one you think it is. No, it's going to be Jesus. Let me ask you a question this morning. I'm going to to close with just a second. Let me ask you a question this morning. Are you ready to face the judgment seat of Christ? Listen to what he said in verse 10. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Everyone may receive the things done in his body according to he that had done, whether it be good or bad. Paul's talking to the church. If you're a child of God, if you know beyond a shadow of a doubt this morning you've been saved, you're going to stand before the Lord and answer for everything you've done. Your salvation is already taken care of, that was done on the cross. You're saved. But let me ask you something how are you living? Are you out there in the pig pen? Are you out there in the world? Why don't you come home to Jesus today? Amen. Why don't you quit trusting in yourself and come trust in him? He sang that song, Beulah Land. One day we'll be there. Amen. 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 One day we're going there. And let me ask you, are you ready for it? If you don't know, you know. I've seen people who they have been in church their entire life. You came to church because mama and daddy expected you to. You walked an aisle, not because you felt the convict well you felt the conviction, but you said the prayer because mama and daddy expected it of you. Let me ask you a question. If you were to die right now, this very second, if the roof was to fall on us and just kill every one of us, would you go to heaven? If you say, I hope so, let me tell you, that's not the answer. Because I hope so ain't going to get you there. That's right. right, Knowing beyond a shadow of death. Well, how can you know? I would say when I was 10 years old. There's been times I doubted God. But he always shows up. He always reminds me. He lets me know. You know. Because the power of God's blood. Is what saves you. It don't make you perfect, but it changes you. See, I know. He reminds me of that apartment. Right. He reminds me. I don't even know what I said, but he reminds me. I prayed. The Bible says if you believe it in your heart, you shall be saved. You've got to believe it. When You ask them into your heart. And So I'm asking you this morning, do you know? Do you know? Do you know? I would, you know, there's, there's no point in, in saying I don't. I hope maybe you could know today. If you're watching this, you could know today. All you got to do is just say, Lord, I want to make sure. People say, Boy, what will people think of me? That's our biggest problem. What will people think of me? Don't matter what people think of me. Right. Hey. Because you can have a room full of people excited and you can have a room full of people that ain't. Don't worry about anybody else. Worry about your soul and where it's going to spend eternity. Amen. Right. What will be the thing that you hear? When, when Jesus today is he's coming and he and he, he, he brings the, 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 the invitation to your heart. And he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come to him and will sup with him and he with me. How do you answer that? Lord, I know you're there, but I'm not ready. Today might be the last day you hear that knock. Because let me tell you, one day, as Paul tells us, to be absent with the body is to be present with the Lord. But we also know of Jesus' description of the rich man and Lazarus. When the rich man died, he looked up in anguish. He had had everything he wanted here, but he never had the Lord. When you die, you're separated with your body, you're going to either stand before the Lord or you're going to hell. There's just no fans or buts about it. I hope and pray that this is what you hear when you take that last breath. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter thou... Into to the joy of thy Lord. That's home. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Heavenly Father, as we come to you today, I pray if there's somebody within the sound of my voice that doesn't know you. Father, if they're watching or if they're listening or they're here today, Lord, I pray right now, touch their heart would you give them the courage to step out to drop to their knees and say Jesus I'm a sinner and I need you <laughs> Father if there's somebody here as a Christian they're playing more in the pig pen than they are it's your house I pray you open their eyes and let them come to the senses today and realize that what they're out in the world in is nothing they need to come home to you So, Father, I pray you have your way during this invitation time. Father, speak to our hearts in the Lord's name. I pray, Amen. As you stand to your feet, we're gonna sing page one hundred and five in Heavenly House. One hundred and five. As we sing, the altar is open.